0: Hello, I'm your host, Anita Inslee, and this is Decode the Secrets to Your Success, a podcast series dedicated to unveiling secrets for success in the entertainment industry and educating performers. This episode is entitled, 10 Things a BFA Graduate Should Take With Them Into Their Career. My guests today are Chelsea Turbin and Nick Inslee. Chelsea Turbin is a professional actor residing in New York City. She graduated with a BFA in musical theater from Boston Conservatory. She began working professionally at the age of 13. In addition to an international tour of American Idiot, she has performed in 14 professional regional theater productions, which include the portrayal of Baby June in Maine at Sacramento Music Circus, Ethel Pease, in thoroughly a modern melee at the Muni, and chess at the Kennedy Center. Nick Insley is also a professional actor who resides in New York City. Nick graduated with a BFA in musical theater from University of Central Florida. He began working in professional theater at the age of 18. He has 19 professional regional theater credits which includes six reprisals of his signature role, Jinx in Forever Plaid. Nick has also toured with A Christmas Carol and performed with Disney Cruise Line. He also works as a freelance singer who gigs with independent as well as global theme park acapella groups. Nick and Chelsea, thank you for joining me on this podcast for what BFA graduates should take with them into their career. be here. It's
1: my favorite thing to do post-callback. <laughs> awesome.
0: Tip number one, continue voice lessons and dance classes. Investing in your developed skill will keep them sharp and accessible for your audition career. Make the commitment to stay ready find a studio that has drop-in classes and pull out those recordings from your voice lessons and retake them.
1: Very important. Doesn't always feel possible, but it's definitely important. I think when you, know, make the commitment to stay ready is the best way. To Why doesn't it, it feel that. possible? Uh, money. Money's hard sometimes. Mm-hmm, <laughs> those dance classes. Here. Yeah, those voice lessons, those dance classes, the coachings. It is expensive because mm-hmm. you're getting pictures taken. I mean, it is expensive to be an artist. And being an artist, if you're not currently in a show, is mm-hmm. doesn't really pay that much. But yeah. it is, you have to figure out what is worth the investment. And to let all of that training and all of that work go to waste because you don't want to keep it fine-tuned, you might mm. as well not be doing it at all. So what does it feel like when you're in line
0: at an audition and you have not stayed on top of your game? Have either of you ever felt that way? Definitely.
2: Yeah, I think so. It's a little bit, it's rarer now that I've been here longer. Um, you, That's kind of a new thing you go through because you first moved to the city and you think, oh, I got this. Like, I'm fresh out of college. Like, I'm right. good. I'm oh, good. Oh, yeah, you're I'm unstoppable. Good. So and you're you at the top of your right? game. And you don't, you don't you don't, keep up with anything. And then uh, six months pass, and you go to the audition, and the nerves come back. You haven't mm. run through your stuff in weeks, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. just very, very important. Like, for me, I try to run through my book, even if I can't.
0: How often do you do that?
2: Probably once a month.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. How many? How many, I mean, that's,
2: I think that's. It's more to say when it's a slower season.
0: All right. Let yes. me clarify, just for our audience. Mm-hmm. Your book is your audition book. It's not your rep book. You're Correct. talking about your audition. Like book. Like my
2: sixteen bar cuts. Yes. Sixteen
0: bar cut. Smaller one. Of yeah. which, um, the rep book is everything you're working on and things you probably want to work on. The audition book only has in it. What you're going to audition with? So you have your custom-made 16 bar cuts, mm-hmm. yeah. of which you may have how many in your audition book? I of
1: have... what you use. Of what I use?
2: Probably, I probably use maybe up to eight.
1: Okay, how many do you use? I would say in yeah, probably around eight. To I m- have like 20, maybe twenty, even but... ten, because sometimes things are pretty. Sure. They might want pop. They might want rock specifically but maybe it's an 80s rock. So you've got to have like... Those little... Right. And especially now more than ever, things are... It's a lot of contemporary mm-hmm. slash pop rock. Contemporary slash pop rock. Right. I
0: was that's I was still up here in my 40s auditioning. And by that time, your type has narrowed so much. Yeah. You're not considered for a whole lot. So I probably had four up tempos, four ballads, and maybe something that was the trend mm-hmm. during that decade. Yeah. Um. So that's about 10. I coach people who have... 30 songs in their audition book. Yeah. And I tried to tell the story. Um, There was a season where there were were still are a lot of jukebox musicals, but there were a lot of jukebox musicals. So I had, in addition to my stable some stuff that I knew they were going to be asking for, and there was some stuff in there that I probably worked on once for one audition a while ago. You shouldn't have that stuff in your book. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. That's when your type starts to narrow down and you have an appointment, there's nobody in front of you, mm-hmm. and there's nobody behind you. And one time I sang through my entire book.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's also, it's, it's difficult because you like you said you want to be ready to do this and if you're in that room chances are you've got a little adrenaline running Mm -hmm. and if you haven't worked this song in months and months it should not be in your book right Mm -hmm. exactly put it back in the rep book work on it a little more let's talk about dance classes are either of you
0: what you would call a professional dancer advanced dancer i am not
1: i would say yes uh, but I wouldn't describe myself as a professional dancer. I I have done dance shows, very mm-hmm. dance-heavy shows. Um, I'd like to think that my favorite trajectory is to go singers first, mm-hmm. and then let me dance against the singers. I can definitely. I can definitely. <laughs> yes. I can def, no, don't get me wrong. I can definitely hold my own against yeah. dancers. I have done full-on Broadway dance calls and been fine. But knowing myself, I don't think I would want to try to stand out mm-hmm. amongst some of the dancers mm-hmm. here. Because, I mean, it is as professional as mm-hmm. you can get. Mm-hmm. These people are dancers. Mm-hmm. Dancieux. Dancers. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
0: yeah, so are y'all taking dance class? Not today. Not today? <laughs> Not <laughs> in a while. When was your last dance class Nick?
2: Me? Oh, um, probably a year or two ago. Do you go to dance calls? No. Okay. But that's my, as I got older, that's the thing is when I was first out of college, I would take dance classes. I kept that up. As I got older, I, the types of roles I'm going in for and I'm right for aren't dance roles. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's It's not a good investment.
0: Hmm? So it's not such a good investment.
2: I'd say it's good just to have that skill,
0: Mm
2: -hmm. but it's not something to hone in on when that's not going to be what's going to cast you.
0: You're
1: right. Right, and when money's tight. Right. Yeah, Oh, yeah. exactly. When's your last dance class? Oh, my last dance class was definitely before the holidays. Okay. Um, but I have been starkly aware of that. <laughs> I, yeah, it's important. The thing that held me back the most was, aside from money, which really isn't an excuse anymore because my mom very generously got me a little 10-pack dance, thing, which is great yeah. because yeah. now I just have the classes to use. Thank you, Mom. Um, it was the idea of not having that safe place. So in a New York city dance environment, Mm -hmm. depending on those levels, those levels are serious. Mm -hmm. When they say advanced, these are people that are in dance companies, Mm -hmm. professional dance companies, keeping up. It's not like, can you do it? (laughs) You gotta know you can do it. So there's this fear of you're going to be a fish out of water. Um, You don't have anybody in there that you know, you don't know the teacher, but the you can make up excuses all day. The best thing mm-hmm. is to just go. Yeah. Just take the classes. Yeah. Then you know the people. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Thank you.
0: Tip number two. And Stay fit. This does not mean skinny or overly muscular. Maintain the appropriate exercise regime that is healthy for you. Embrace who you are and strive to give your body the exercise it needs to be personally fit. YouTube has excellent exercise videos that you can do right in your apartment. Check it out. Maintain a healthy diet. What you eat can impact your emotional health as well as your physical health. Make healthy eating a habit and indulgent eating a rarity. Prepare five days of healthy grab-and-go meals or five days of meal substitutes each week. It will help eliminate bad food choices your body will thank you, and your positive perspective will thank you. So let's talk about what fit is. When I'm on faculty or adjunct, I hear people talk about skinny mm-hmm. or fat, and I like to get away from those. What is fit in the real performance world? I'd like to say fit is
2: healthy for, for you, yeah. whoever yes. you are. Yes. Um, and to be able to maintain whatever physique for your type you need, but be still living a healthy and uh, positive lifestyle within that.
1: Yeah, mm. definitely. You you have to eat what you have to eat well. You have to what mm. you put in. I have mm. never been so fit as when I was eating well as opposed Mm -hmm. to going to the gym all the time but really it's not it's not that you have to be on some kind of fitness plan just Mm -mm. you know yourself right you know if you feel like you haven't stretched or sweat in a Mm -hmm. few days then Mm -hmm. go do it take care of your body because it'll take care of you back
0: yeah, I like I like the word healthy and the beautiful thing about entertainment even in television, and I say even in television, but um, television and theater is we're embracing different body types now. Mm-hmm. Finally! Yes, Yay. and um, we've tried to for a long time but now you see it quite a bit. It's yeah. not completely blind physical casting, but it, it is helpful, so I like Talking about being
1: healthy and it
0: helps with your character type when you can own who you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I have never booked so much as when I made a big change in my diet and it just kind of everything else falls into place. Did it make you skinny? Uh, Thinner, yes. Um, But it wasn't skinny in a, uh, it looks like a wind could knock me over kind of a way. Mm -hmm. It's almost like everything was just tighter Mm -hmm. and toned. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay not Excellent. so
2: much skinny. I always say, I always tell myself if I'm winded by walking up the subway stairs
1: <laughs> going to Pearl Studios and
2: maybe I should, you know, change my diet a little bit more. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I like that. It yeah. is hard to eat well in this city. Yeah. Everything yeah. is deliverable, everything is everywhere. You have to really choose. But hey, I mean like it helps Yeah, but to save you also money.
0: have healthy choices here. Yeah, we do. We do. You do. We do. And it's
2: easier than you think. Yeah, it's it's you have to create a habit
0: Uh and break your old ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very good. Tip number four. Stay current on industry news and productions. Staying knowledgeable of industry activity will alert you to potential jobs and career changing opportunities. Set notifications from Playbill and any of your favorite online media sources. Knowledge is power i want to preface you live in new york you audition in new york Mm -hmm. it's hard to miss industry news here Mm -hmm. i would imagine it's hard however publications that talk about what's in development
1: that's where you need to be that
0: helps you guys a lot yeah um i would say it's uh, two things first it's it's
2: easy to stay on top of what's happening in the next month
0: yeah
2: that's the easy I check actors equity website every single night before bed mm-hmm. I check actors access every single night before bed to see what I can submit for and see what's coming up um, the second thing is to stay on top of things that are coming two years from now yes. because right mm-hmm. now is yep. when they start to cast them and workshop them and
1: things the are going trend out of town. now a
2: yeah. lot is aside from leads is to keep everybody with
1: it-hmm
2: um, and that's the stuff that you really, at times, have to dig a little bit mm-hmm. more for and mm-hmm. use your contacts to find.
0: Yeah. yeah, and there are publications where you can find out who bought the rights for what. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I've been doing that for years long before the internet because my type was so very specific. So if I knew of a book that had me in it, it was like, okay, where's, who's got it? You know, yeah. so staying on tra- top of who's got what rights and
1: who's writing what. Yeah, how it's um, coming up. And the best thing to do is talk to other people about it because... Everybody's in the know, and everybody always knows something you don't. (laughs) So I think
0: when when you first graduate from college, you're not doing this so much. I personally did,
2: (laughs) but I also had a theater careers class in college that kind of taught me to do that a little okay. bit. And my upbringing in my household also taught me, you know, where to look and where to find auditions. Right. So to me right out of college, Did you read yes. Playbill?
1: I had a very well, different experience. Yeah. <laughs> you did? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so That's where I-, I looked
2: with Playbill because I wasn't a member of Active Equity, so I had to go to Playbill to look for where, what jobs were coming up.
1: Right. And whereas I did, a, I did a tour for two years right out of college and then came back to the city and immediately got an agent who... Wanted to sign with me, but you know I was leaving on tour, so couldn't really do that right Mm -hmm. away. Um, So, in my experience, I was I think leaning a little too hard on the idea of well, I have an agent now, so my work is done. (laughs) Exactly, (laughs) exactly, exactly. So you learn. Yeah, you really do have to keep up in all those playbill, Broadway world, backstage, all of those actors' access. You're you're going to find out the things. But I will say, I would just want to touch on something to be completely real, which is it starts to get the longer you do this. And I have heard this echoed from other people in the industry is it, it gets a little hard to take your ego out of it. Sometimes it can almost feel like you don't want to keep up on as much stuff. You don't want to see the shows or hear the things because they're things that you're not booking. Yeah. And it gets a little mm. hard, but it I is, that yes, you some start people. to almost lose that passion for it. Yeah. You but know
2: you're perfect for it, but yet yeah. nothing comes of it.
1: Exactly. And really, we're doing this because we love to do this. So remember that mm-hmm. and do your homework and be ahead of the game. Yeah. And support other people. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't be, yeah, if I didn't have the community that I have, people who celebrate Mm -hmm. their friends as much as they do. Yeah, who are
2: the exact same type
1: as you. Yes,
0: yes. It's very important. It makes a difference. Very good. Thank you. Tip number five. Know shows beyond trends and popularity. Be knowledgeable beyond the big buzz on social media. Research plays and musicals to read. Start with plays and musicals nominated for Tony Awards and branch out from there. It only takes a couple of hours to read a script. It is a great activity for leisure or during your public transportation commute.
2: Best way to find new material and material that maybe no one else is doing. hmm. Yeah. Look at shows that were open for a week. Broadway yes yes I have a audition that, cut that I go to it is my go-to and that shows them for like two weeks <laughs> mm-hmm. and e- almost every single audition and this is a fairly recent show too and almost every single audition the people behind the table go what's that from That's I know because
1: yes. if they haven't heard it a million not to say you can't sing things that are sung that's fine right. but When you're singing something that's really never heard, they are listening, Mm -hmm. listening. Mm -hmm. And remember you. Yeah, I used to sing something from a workshop, a song that got cut, so it really never even became a song, but I liked it. Yeah, Sing songs from flops that are the one shining jewel of that show. Yeah. Yeah. And it's wonderful.
0: And not to speak, um, to diminish the skills of a casting director or a director, if you've heard something 30 times... You can still spot talent, of course. And yeah. if and um, Amanda Wanza did the Vocal Fundamentals podcast with me, and she's brilliant, by the way. So listen to it when you get a chance. Um, she had a thing of saying that if that song clarifies the song that you hear all the time, clarifies who you are, and shows the gifts that you have to offer, go ahead and sing it. And she's right. Yeah. But it is always wonderful to present something that's not heard a lot um also you should know plays if you do musicals you should know plays if you do plays you should (laughs) should know musicals Mm. (laughs) support your fellow industry professionals um it just makes for mark brotherton is at ucf and he used to say um we are educating actors so there are no more dumb actors Mm. <laughs> and um, I, I guess like I that. shouldn't have said your name I'm sorry yes. but it was brilliant and it's something that's I have remembered advice. it's very good advice and is stay informed and he was the one that said that he um, has a, always has a play on the nightstand mm.
1: and instead of watching television that's what he does he reads a play that's smart and there's so many resources online where you can find just free publications of things mm-hmm. and just read through them
0: yeah yeah
1: I should do that more. again knowledge <laughs> is
0: power Tip number six, be honest about your dance ability. Assess your level based on professional dance standards. The dance audition or choreography rehearsal is not the place to learn how to do dance steps. That is in a dance class. Get comfortable with how you rank against professional dancers. When the question is asked of you, it means the casting team is interested in you and they need an honest answer. Their job accuracy depends on your honesty. Stretching the truth out of fear of missing out will decrease the ability of the casting team to do the job they would like to do. Be honest. There are eight different topics of podcasts that we have, and this appears in more than one because Mm -hmm. it's very important. (laughs) I coach professionals in Florida, and they're legit professionals, and they have been working for a while and they're highly marketable, but I still hear if they're twenty or sixty, I guess that's not fair. Twenty to forty-five. <laughs> I hear, if you just give me some time in the dance call, I can get it. <sighs> no, yeah, no. Ooh, don't no. say that.
2: Rehearsal process. No, that's are what they shorter tell me. Shorter. Oh, that's what
0: in- they tell okay, me. I see. Okay. <laughs> and I am constantly explaining that's not where you learn dance steps. If that is your answer, you're not a dancer, you're a mover. Mm
1: -hmm. And that's fine.
0: Yeah. And that is fine. fine. That is fine. But you need to be aware of that. So when someone asks you, Mm -hmm. if you are a dancer, don't say yes. If you're not,
2: there's a couple things on that. (laughs) Um, one, I think, unfortunately, it's something you learn. What is is that? what, What to say and how to say it. Okay. Uh, From audition, like out of college, I would say right out of college, my dance skills were uh, a lot higher than they are currently uh, because I was right out of training. But as it goes on, you kind of learn what your skill set is based on what you've seen and been around. Mm -hmm. And there's ways toward it that still answer their question without you feeling like (laughs) you're a failure as a dancer. (laughs) I would say I'm, I'm a very strong mover, but I am not a professional Broadway dancer at all. And let's say I'm going in for a show that is a tap show. I will say... Um, I would say I'm an intermediate to advanced tapper. I've done 42nd Street with the original choreography. Almost all knowledgeable choreographers know what steps are in the opening mm-hmm. number of 42nd Street so they can assess yeah, what my skill right, level is right. as well. Yeah, it's a good shorthand. Um, yeah, so it's something that you kind of learn how to word along the way as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because especially getting into dance calls now sometimes you'll be in a room in front of 40 people and they will just go down the line or they'll ask you you know do can you do this can you do that and happily what you're seeing more and more is people having a better idea of their Mm -hmm. skills and if you don't have it you don't have it and that's fine it doesn't mean you failed yeah and it doesn't mean
0: you're not going to get cast they just want they want to adjust to their perception of what this role was gonna be maybe yeah and if you can't do what they thought, if it's not something that's so fully established that everybody's going to be expecting, like Chorus Line, there are certain things you expect
1: exactly. in that
0: show. But if it's a role that you have some margin of how difficult you're going to make the choreographer for this character, they just need to know the truth. Yeah,
2: And also, think about Do you really want to put yourself through that? Yeah, I know. The stress of that? Exactly. Because to lie or say something, say you're better than you actually are, then you get into the callback and you make a fool of yourself or even book the show if it's a straight booking kind of situation Mm -hmm. and you get into the rehearsal process and you can't keep up. Like that's, one, not going to look good on you as a professional Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's not going to feel good either. So just be honest. Just don't
0: lie. Don't lie. Because
1: when you do, it comes out. Yeah. Don't. And and sometimes the question is vague. I just got asked in an audition... Do you dance? That was the question. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so my answer was yes. And then she said, like dancer dancer? I said, (laughs) yes, like a dancer dancer. I said, very strong in tap, not as strong in ballet. But you can see my resume. You can see that I have done Cats, I have done Beauty and the Beast, I have done 42nd Street Millie. So these are dance things. Your resume should be able to help. And if it doesn't, know yourself.
2: Right? Yeah. You really know yourself. Know like yourself. you said, when
1: people were saying, well, if you give me some time, I can work on it. Mm-hmm. If you know this about yourself,
2: then go work, go on, work it. on it. Go work on
1: it. Come back. Right. But when you're asked the question, don't
0: say that you are a dancer. Right. Exactly. And you never know the intention of the person behind the table. I told this story um, in another podcast. I was in my 40s auditioning for a show for a character. Was I was in my second callback. And I was 45, looking pretty much like I look right now, which if you've never met me or seen a picture, I do not look like a dancer. The director said, can you dance? And I said, I used to. I could say that, because I was 45. Yes. And, and he said, like, dance? I said, that was my primary talent in my 20s. And he said, let me see. A back potter beret into a triple pirouette. Now I had on what shoes did you have? Six inch heels, <laughs> and, <laughs> and they were slides, and this really cute suit. Oh, I was not, not dressed, dressed for it. No. And I thought, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? So luckily, because it was my pri- I was a dancer more than I was a singer.
1: Yeah.
0: And so luckily, I did it. And I, because of the floor and the shoes I had on, it ended up being a triple pirouette, and I landed it just fine. And I was like, that was the grace of God. Right <laughs> and he goes, oh, you were kidding. You really are a dancer. And I said, no. I used to be a dancer. By your standards. Now think of
1: how many people he had
0: seen that said, yeah, I can dance. (laughs) And I'm wondering if that's why that happened. Right. But you knew yourself. Yeah. And so I do think that that was a little uncalled for, but that stuff happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It really does happen.
1: It's worth noting, if you do know that you're going in for a dance show specifically that has one of those famous, like you mentioned, 42nd Street, got Chorus Mm -hmm. Line. Go ahead and learn that before you go in. Ooh, there's a very, there's a very good chance. That is not such very, good advice. But depending, yes. on the, depending on who the creative is, which, ask around. Get to know. Do they like to do the original choreography? Are they going to do their own thing? Even if they're going to, just Know the original choreographer choreography. It's just going to make. And you can find easier. it on YouTube. Yes, you can find it on YouTube. And I, I s- got a friend of mine who did the Chorus Line tour to teach me the opening before I went. You know, you've got resources. Yeah, Look and cool. that is a concept. That's an old
0: concept. Back mm-hmm. in my day, we used to pay people. To <laughs> you could find like. Black marketplaces to go to learn <laughs> stuff. That's awesome. And, um, and that was a long time ago. <laughs> um, but you'd be amazed how in some markets, this is not a known thing. Yeah. yeah. And I had a conversation with someone about that being cheating, and I said, no, 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 With knowledge, no. Get. It's like having every... a red
1: book before you go and sing. Yeah, you, you have to know these yeah. things. So
0: it's not cheating. No. Find out as much as you can about everything.
1: Yeah. Learn your dances. Learn the frug, Learn the openings. Yeah. The... Exactly. Yeah. Just know them. It's history. Tip number seven:
0: reread your textbooks or theatrical biographies. The further you get away from the mandatory studying. The more you appreciate access to knowledge. Biographies and autobiographies carry inspiration to continue the pursuit of your dreams. They also enlighten your path into specialized areas in the industry. Read about your craft and the people in it. It's fun.
1: Have y'all done that yet? Honestly, not since high school or college. Neither. Yeah. Voluntarily reading those kind of things. I, I
2: think in this generation, watch interviews maybe yes. as well um, because we're, everything's so fast-paced and yeah. to sit down Listen to, to Danarita, the podcasts. Yeah. Watch
1: the videos. Um, yeah.
2: Because it humanizes mm. these stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Every single star has a story about when they were struggling and what happened, and when you're in this business long enough, you relate 110% to that exact moment that they're talking about.
1: Yeah, there's Mm -hmm. a great book that I used to love called Making It on Broadway, and it pretty much is just excerpts of hundreds of theater stars all giving their experiences and the chapters are broken up about, you know, how, what got them started moving to the city, majoring in it, their first role fans, they encountered. So everything you could possibly think of. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's Mm -hmm. like getting in a room with all of these people and just hearing all of their stories at once. It's, It's definitely worth it. And
0: again, like the other tip we were talking about, at first you might think, I don't want to know. I don't want to hear it. I'm not there. I've worked so hard and I don't have it. But it really is inspiring when you do stuff like that. But I have to giggle because just listening to y'all's answers just kind of chimes in. I'm listening to millennials because y'all completely bypass biographies. Oh, yeah. Straight to documentaries, which is number eight. But (laughs) I do want to encourage... Like Moss Hart, reading how he started writing plays and biographies and um, biographies are sometimes what plays are written from. Yeah. And a lot now a lot of work now is not original, and they come from books. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, and your textbooks. Now, I have to confess, I started rereading textbooks and started reading yours when I started working on faculty at university. Mm-hmm. And I realized I didn't. I needed more than just the surface knowledge. I needed a direction for a course. I needed to teach. I could have just taught it, but I didn't. I didn't want to because I'm a nerd. So um, I wanted to get some direction and some other input. But um, that may come later but rereading textbooks i do work with someone at i work at a global theme park and one of my equity actors rereads her textbooks and it was like oh she's listened to my podcast oh yeah i haven't done it yet
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. well i mean um, you
0: paid so much for them. you might as well right. read at this you know point. and if you happen to be enough of a nerd you can do that. And I remember when Nick was in college, he was frustrated with something he was taking and the direction the class was going. And I remember, because I was on faculty at the time, much to mm. his chagrin. Mm-hmm. I, I was on faculty at the university he went to for a, just for a few years. And um, he was so frustrated. And I said, read the textbook. And he looked at me cross-eyed and I was like, read the textbook. You know, if the textbook isn't being used in the class, you bought it. Just start reading the textbook. You'll get more. Out, maybe you'll get more out of that in the class. I don't think that was the answer he wanted. But, mm-hmm. but um, when I was in grad school, I definitely did that. Yeah, I did read. You, the, did you read it? I don't remember what class that was. Oh, or... I don't okay. remember. <laughs> <laughs> but in grad school, I'm I went sure to grad did. school at forty, and um, and when you're that old in school, it takes on another meaning, especially when you have a family at home that is sacrificing for you to be there. Yeah. I read the textbooks front cover to cover you know yeah. um and unfortunately the two that got homeschooled that's how we did homeschool cover to cover. <laughs> to cover but um yeah there's a lot of stuff in there and you can when you're older there's stuff that you can glean in there so give knowledge is power tip number eight watch theatrical documentaries Enlightenment and an objective perspective into your career comes from being the fly on the wall when watching industry documentaries. Peek through the curtains of your industry and see what's going on behind the scenes of your favorite shows. Also, watch interviews on promotional websites and on YouTube. Learn about the people involved with current productions.
1: Do y'all watch those? I will say, uh, as a millennial, (laughs) <laughs> at least, um, definitely, you know, YouTube has a lot of uh, resources, but a lot of, if you want peeks behind the curtains, Instagram is also a great, you Ooh. know, every show yeah. has a handle and every handle constantly has these, you know, one of the cast member takeovers or now it's going to be a creative look and look into rehearsals before mm-hmm. the show's even open. So yeah, they're like little mini documentaries. You can kind of and, it's not,
0: and it's not just for the um, social media fan.
1: Right. It's for the people in the business. Exactly. Too. You
0: really can learn a lot, lot from them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Instagram, definitely. YouTube is definitely helpful. Uh, YouTube's helpful for so many Except things.
2: Seth Rudowski's stuff on Playbill. Yes, yes. I grew it up on his Serious XM good. show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah where well, he interviews people, has them sing, they tell stories about yeah, I love you know, shows they were in, in mm-hmm. stories that now that the show's closed and it's been many, many years later, they can tell the story. Yeah, they couldn't right, back right, then right, you know, for marketing exactly. publicity and, reasons. I mean, and-
1: things like Inside the actor Studio, you mm. can watch those things over mm-hmm. and over and over again. You are always going to learn something from those. But yeah, it is. It's, it's enlightenment. The more you watch it, you're going to pull things from it. You're going to find things that you, you did not know.
2: And even if you think... You may not be pulling as much from it. The longer you stay in the business, mm-hmm. you'll figure out you're going to use it mm-hmm. later.
0: Mm-hmm. I I have actually um, I like typing into you. YouTube And as I try to torment my children and say, the YouTubes, <laughs> um, I type in conversations with and I'll type a cast name or someone in a show and you'll get these. They might not be random, but I think they are. But these TV shows across the ocean that somebody has interviewed um, with and they're talking, they can talk more freely or sometimes you can find out ways to answer questions because you've heard someone answer that question. Mm-hmm. Yes. When you get to the point where you're in an audition and they're talking to you, having a conversation with you because you're close to whatever it is you're about to book, and they ask, right, 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 you can. I, I know that I've interviews have popped into my mind on what goes down well and what doesn't mm-hmm. yeah. from watching other people being interviewed. Yeah, and that's we, an industry not used tool to
1: interviewing interviewing we are used to auditioning right you gotta know how to interview too there are things Mm -hmm. called go sees and
0: there are interviews and sometimes there are phone calls before you book something yeah
1: yeah so yeah you know when someone in the room and correct me if i'm wrong but when they ask you questions in addition to getting information a lot of times it's really the only time they're going to get a feel of who you are Mm -hmm. right do they want to work with you
0: a real person and not some defense mechanism that you think is professional or some robotic response. Right, right. Very good. Tip number nine. Celebrate creativity and effort. Shed mockery. Don't make fun of performers that are being brave and trying. Being judgmental spoken or unspoken of your fellow performers is a cancerous and negative mindset on the long journey of auditioning. It can negatively impact your self-confidence. Encourage others instead of making fun of them. Next time someone needs to hear it, say good job and mean it. Just those two words in passing can do wonders for someone and for you as well.
1: All of that, all of those, and for you, and for you. It's so true. You feel so much better and so much happier supporting people taking risks than cutting them down. Even if it's just you and a best friend. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Your Mm -hmm. your buddies. Yeah, it's, it's so much better to support that kind of art because you have to ask yourself why you're doing it. And if you are mocking someone or tearing them down or judging their choices... That means you're not allowed to mess up, and you're not <laughs> right. allowed to That be is married. a good way to put it. And uh-huh. you're not allowed to make choices because you've already set, you know, the bar so high yeah. for us. and people. you won't. Well, That's right. You won't, right. and you will be
0: affected by that. Yeah. That's the story I tell all you the time. You take away
1: your own safe space.
0: Oh, that is a lovely yeah. way to put it. It's a whole lot nicer than I say it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and we judge ourselves enough. Yes, yeah, yeah. you exactly. know, we don't need. And you don't need others judging you, and you don't need to be judging others because, personally, mm-hmm. we're our worst critic. Anyway.
1: Especially this day and age when everything has a comment section, everything oh. has a like or a yes. dislike. And Disable so, it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so other people's opinions, I mean, even reviews, don't. Matter really when it right. comes down to it, not down to creating good art. And along with that, if you were going to go
0: see a show and the review is bad, go see it anyway, and don't make fun of it. Exactly. exactly. go see it anyway. Support the arts and go see it. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I've had people come see me and things that I was like, "Look, it's uh, it's going to be fun. so come <laughs> see it." I, I know one one of my friends was like, "Oh, I'm going to come see your show. Should I come see your show?" It's like my my shoes are fantastic. <laughs> I don't mean to minimize anyone's struggle, but in my studio, I've said that bef- this before, I have professionals, sometimes when people are suffering from performance anxiety, over time they say something that clues me in that it's possibly connected to the snark they have when they're watching someone else perform. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not all the time. That's unfair to say that it's all the time. But it's enough.
1: Well, if they feel snark when they watch others perform, it's that's natural all that's to be just in to their assume, head. right that everyone else right. is just saying the same thing about me. Right. That's not very thin. And you can turn that bus around. You really can. Oh, yeah.
0: You may have to go around 12 blocks to get there. Mm-hmm. But you can turn that bus around, and it starts by going up to someone and saying... Good job. Yeah,
2: try it at your next audition.
0: Yeah.
2: You're in a waiting room for at least an hour. It, you know, mm-hmm. if someone has a great dress on or a great outfit, compliment them. Mm-hmm. If you hear someone in a room and they come out, compliment them. That's why I love Just those say, ladies so great CCCs. right? Like yes. you sounded phenomenal. That was fantastic. Like try it say it once at your next audition mm-hmm. and see how you feel see how they respond
0: you know it really does it's it's i don't know i don't know what you want to call it a spiritual thing a karma thing or whatever even if you don't believe in anything it does just it's a medicine yeah, it you is put a kind good of out you get good back and sometimes and i think we were talking about this earlier somebody's having a rough time in that audition mm-hmm. yeah it's not your place to laugh at them Exactly.
2: I had a call back recently, and um, I, well, let me preface it with I was at an EPA. and What is an
0: EPA? An
2: equity principal audition. and Which means what? You're going in for named roles in okay. the show.
1: And you're okay. alone.
2: And you're alone. Yeah, uh-huh. it's just you, a, a pianist, and the team behind the table, which could be one to 12 people. Yeah. <laughs> um, and cameras. And there was a guy <laughs> in front of me, and I was actually in line with... A lot of people from my college, and he was just kind of alone. He was great. Why and were we, you
0: in line with a lot of people from your college?
2: Uh, coincidence. Actually, okay, we all slept in that day.
0: And <laughs> came at the same time,
2: and so we all were in line together. And at a New York
0: audition. At a New York audition.
2: <laughs> and we were just chit chatting, and that guy was there. And he, I could hear or see that he was kind of you know leaning in to listen in, and and so I included him in our conversation, and we had a great time. We met, introduced, everybody sounded great. We were complimenting each other. It was great. Fast forward to a week later, I'm going to call back, and he's called back. Not for that show. It's a totally different show, but the same role as me. He's going in right before me, and he's there. So, oh, hey, good to see you. You know, he goes in. He sounds great. They sing him for some other stuff. um, And he comes out, and he felt horrible about it. Mm -hmm. Because they sang him for a part in the end of the show that's extremely high. uh, That they did not give us
1: that Mm -hmm. material.
2: And uh, he came out. He just... Was so down on himself, and he was like, in that point, he like packing up really fast and wanted to get out of there. Mm -hmm. And I stopped him. I said, "You sounded great. Mm -hmm. They did not give us that material. You sounded great. Take that with you."
0: And that Mm was. I was right
2: outside the door, and we are up for the exact same role.
0: Good for you. Yeah. Give yeah. you. And that, oh, that probably me made today. him so much better. Yeah. yeah, same
1: thing happened to me today. Like I said, I just came from a, a call back, and it was a girl that I'd met at a previous call. We became buddies, and she was there for the same exact thing. And that just... you, you. Mm. It sounds like it might be this kind of a, oh, no, but really... Mm-hmm. It it's not. It's so mm-hmm. only you. It's a family. Yeah. I have met some of my best friends going in for the same roles, mm-hmm. which kind of makes sense if you think about okay. it. But yeah, it's just... She sounded great, so when she came out, I said, "You sounded amazing." And She went, "Oh, thanks, you too." And our days went on, <laughs> and we didn't have to compete. Right, and yes. everything was fine. Yes, yes. and yeah. we both left with smiles on our faces because it's
2: not a competition. Exactly, as much you know, as it could feel like it, it's not.
1: Yeah, I can literally speak to
0: you will be auditioning against the same people for three decades if you mm-hmm. stay in stay uh-huh. in it um, um, in television in the Florida market. I was around the same women all the time. We had children at the same time, mm-hmm. and there came a time that we all decided we wouldn't hire babysitters, and so we would go and bring our babies, and we'd watch each other's babies. So it was easy because we were all the same demographic, so we kind of looked alike. <laughs> <laughs> so the babies were fine. Yeah, but um, yeah, you're gonna know these people. Yeah, for strong a long people time. support people, and if someone is in over their head with an audition. And maybe they don't do so well and they're a little bit humiliated because they can hear everybody else say something nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bring say them up out nice. of the pit that they're in
1: and, and encourage them. Yeah. It means a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Even while you're still in college, that means a lot.
1: Yeah, it definitely, it's stressful enough without <laughs> other people tearing yes. you down. Tip
0: number 10. Shed the idea that fellow performers are your competition. They are your community. Celebrate those that get what you want. It sparks internal positivity, which will prolong your work life in this business. When someone gets the contract you want, message them and say congratulations, whether you mean it or not. It gets easier, and it's always necessary. We've spoken on this already, but you can't talk about it enough Mm
2: -hmm. yeah
0: let's talk about somebody getting something you want I remember you having a conversation about somebody you were in line behind and I'm not going to call any names when you were in high school and you said am I going to spend the rest of my life falling in line behind this guy and so what's the answer to that question no
2: (laughs) (laughs) well now that I'm older we are completely different types and we want to be up in
0: the same roles anyway
2: because we're not in high school anymore who's,
0: who's and working yeah. and exactly.
1: uh, you know and all that and who's not mm-hmm. so the answer is no uh, yeah, other people's exactly. journeys have nothing to do with yours Mm-mm. right if someone else books a role and you didn't they were not the only thing standing in your way that's not <laughs> how it goes mm-hmm. yeah exactly
2: it's it's not a competition
1: no, no. like
2: you cannot stress that enough if e- As much as it can feel like it, it's not. It's not about the other person. It is about you and that casting team, and that is it.
0: And I say this a lot, and I'm surprised it didn't come up because I use it for everything. A recipe, a show is a recipe, and you are an ingredient. Mm -hmm. And they are looking, and maybe part of this, this meal and this recipe is already put together, and now they're looking for this other piece of it. And you can be brilliant and go in there, but if you don't fit the rest of the the picture or the recipe or the formula, it's not that you stink and you can't do
1: your job, it's just that they were looking for another flavor of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there is so much, there are so many more politics to it than just that. Like I hate the word politics. Well, I guess not politics. Um, Let's say there are more, yeah, because you're right, it's not politics. It's just, There's so much more at play. Yes, much just more those going those on You know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It, it is a fine, every cog has to fit every little, like, something, I've always been really okay not booking things and... When I was younger, it didn't happen that frequently, but when it started to happen, once mm-hmm. I was the the small fish in the huge pond, yeah. you really can't book everything yeah. that you set your sights on. And it doesn't and, belong to you. No, not at all. When I was a senior in college, we had um, a casting director come in and they cast a show that's been running on Broadway for... 10 plus years, and they always cast it, and she said, I just want to give you guys a really good idea of just how little you have to do with this process. At the end of the day, we're casting, all the headshots are on the table, and it's a very, like I said, a finely tuned machine. Everything has to fit perfectly, and so we have our whole thing of headshots, we're about to leave, and then I realized, wait a minute, This doesn't fit here, because if this person calls out, then this person would have to move here, this person would have to do this, this would have to swing Mm -hmm. in, and, you know, all the things that need to happen, it couldn't happen, because it wasn't right. So they went, okay, and they took the headshot off the table of that one specific person, and then went back to work. And she looked at that picture that they took off the table, and she thought to herself, that guy just had a job Mm -hmm. for 20 seconds, and now he doesn't. And he's gonna be wondering all of the ways that he did something wrong mm-hmm. or that someone else was better right. or that he yes it really sometimes does not come down to right. other people beating you out or you failing in some way there's so much more at work you didn't fail um and what a recent situation
0: someone was here in new york auditioning for something and she was so close they sent her some callback material she um had a coach up here as well that she If she got the callback material, she was going to her, and they worked through it. She was ready. She stumbled. And she finished, and they said, thank you, we've heard everything we need to hear, and they didn't hear the last one. She thought she had failed. Now, I don't know that this is a situation, and I said, how about this scenario? They're looking for this role, they've been looking for this person for a few days, and maybe they've been courting someone for this to bring them in, to because they've done it already, and they want them back, and they're gonna put them back in it. Which was highly likely what this was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they knew before you at your appointment happened that the role was already cast. Which now happens. I, yes. Does. More than you think. Yeah. And I said, as someone who's been in casting for a brief amount of time, I would have not waited for you to make a mistake and go, okay, thanks. Yeah. You know, I think that could have been handled differently, but she was left to believe that because she stumbled mm-hmm. over music that she'd just gotten... <laughs> like a casting director a day hasn't or two seen bit. a stumble. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. that that was why she didn't get it. And it took a while, it almost it took a while to talk that through. Yeah, And you don't necessarily fail. There are all these other things at play. Oh, definitely.
1: In- yeah, the thanks we've heard enough is not a you failed any more than a that sounded amazing is a, you booked it. Right. Right. right.
2: Yeah. The you just can't thing. read
1: too much into that. You and just gotta go do your thing and <clears throat> <do> it out. <laughs> and the, right. hi-
2: the higher up you get with auditions, the more likely 90% of it is already cast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
2: yeah. they're making, if you want to go back to like a recipe... They have three-fourths of the chocolate cake finished. Yeah. And
0: they're looking for, you know, this specific kind of chocolate they want to finish this cake. Or what shall we ornament the chocolate icing with? Right. Are we going to do mandarin oranges or raspberries? Right.
1: You know, and, and it's are too just... short to be the cherry on right. top. Right. It's just <laughs> yes. not going to happen. Right. Right. You don't know, you know, you, they might have their hearts set on somebody who you cannot play opposite, at least in their mind. And right. It's already done before you walked in. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And that's okay because at some point in the future, if you stick with it, it's going to be in your favor. Absolutely. And all that
1: to say, it's just support people in
0: the Mm -hmm. meantime. Mm -hmm. And be really careful because sometimes when you ratchet that stuff down, we are really just acting like toddlers. Yes. I wanted it so I should get it
1: Yes and it's really hard to yeah. take your ego out of this when you right. especially if it's something you want to work on you yeah. almost feel like it's mine it's yes. mine already and yes. I'm gonna do it and it's gonna be great.
2: And just yes. like real quick just going going back to the words and the, and the actual prompt it sparks internal positivity which will prolong your work life and the business from a business perspective that person could be casting you three years from now exactly. that person that booked that job instead of you yeah so why you know why not just celebrate them yeah or They could be your leader. right like you
1: don't know right mm-hmm. you just don't know and you don't know for every person they know if someone asks them you know like oh do you know this person you just you just want to keep your reputation clean keep it positive and also don't assume just because someone gets
0: something or they're being really successful that people walk up and say congratulations.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Don't assume yeah. that, they get it
2: enough. <laughs>
0: that they get it enough or that people are saying what they really ought to say. Yeah, People may be holding back because of a little envy. So go ahead and say it. Nobody can hear it enough.
1: Especially if it is someone who seems to be booking nonstop or seems to always get that role that you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, speaking from a personal point of view, when I was in high school with Nick. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough to be three out of my four years there. I was in a principal role in high school, and by the end of high school, I had a target on my back. Yeah, you mm-hmm. did. I was hearing things from parents through the grapevine. I mean, things that you wouldn't expect, and all of this because I had, I guess, quote unquote, succeeded in doing this, this yeah. thing. But the idea that For me to be booking these roles was me taking away a role from someone else. It's just...
2: Not the mindset you need to have to succeed. Yeah,
1: because you would hope that if you were ever in that position, which who doesn't want to be in that position, Mm -hmm. that when your day comes, people are going to be supportive of you because you're doing something you want to do, just like everyone else is trying to do. Sow those
0: seeds and spread that karma or pay it forward. Yeah. You know, not so that you can get it back, but just so that you're just putting some positivity out there. Because, yeah, success sometimes means a target and yeah. ugliness. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let that be you. All right. No, I <laughs> oh, yeah, really quiet.
2: Right. <laughs> That's I a good look point look to end on, on <laughs> though. that no, yeah. okay. be you.
0: <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys for doing you're this. Also, with thank me you. And taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you all here in the elevators as soon as we're done. Yeah. So, uh-huh.
2: off we go. Uh-huh. I know the glamorous <laughs> life. <laughs>
0: decode the secrets to your success is a production of the musical theater codex studio the series was written by me anita insley with editorial support by chris insley you can find more about this topic on our website which is www.musicaltheatercodex.com that is theater with an er not re www.musicaltheatercodex.com codex.com